Hi, this is Steve Durr. Thanks for joining me today. We're going to look at Luke chapter 6, starting in verse 37 and going to verse 42. This is in the midst of Jesus teaching and training his followers what it looks like to follow in his footsteps, what it looks like to live like him, the way he's calling them to live, what his community, his family is going to look like and how they're going to act and not act. And so this is what Jesus says, starting in verse 37 of Luke 6. Jesus says, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others, or it will all come back against you. Forgive others, and you will be forgiven. Give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and pouring into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. And then Jesus gave the following illustration. Can one blind person lead another? Won't they both fall into a ditch? Students are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying, friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite. First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. What's the deal with the sawdust? Jesus, uh, this passage, I mean, this is one of, I think, one of the most quoted verses in the Bible nowadays. I mean, you might not know that it was from the Bible. You may have not heard this before, but I hear it all the time. Uh, the most quoted verse in the Bible used to be, I mean, back in the day, from John 3.16, and maybe you're familiar with it. It used to be, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, Jesus, so that whoever would believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. What an incredible invitation to life and the generosity of God and his love for every single one of us. That used to be the verse that you'd kind of hear the most, the most memorized. Well, now, the verse that's usually the hot one uh, that everyone kind of quotes, or it seems like it maybe, is Luke six thirty-seven, which is, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. Or we hear the little illustration, the ridiculous illustration Jesus gave, and he meant it to be ridiculous, to make a point. You know, first, you know, you got a log in your own eye. You know, take the log out of your own eye. You're a hypocrite. Deal with your own stuff before dealing with someone else. And I think sometimes we've treated this verse like it's the trump card, like no one's allowed to speak truth to us. And so if we're living a life that uh, is doing what we want, when we want, how we want, and it damages other people, or it goes against the grain of God's best for us, that somehow we're above accountability, somehow we're above correction in submission to maybe someone who's in authority over us or just a friend. And so we throw out, you can't judge, you know? You can't judge or you're going to be judged. The newsflash for all of us is that we all will be judged. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. We're all going to be judged. And it's not our place to judge, you know, 
as far as how Jesus is saying it, because what Jesus is talking about here is ultimate judgment. He's talking about the kind of judgment that that's reserved for God, and he's talking about the kind of judgment that's about condemnation. And he says it. He says, don't judge others, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others, or it's all going to come back against you. Jesus here is talking primarily about this attitude, this posture of condemnation. And Jesus says, my community, my family is not going to be a condemning community. It's going to be a community with a posture and a desire to restore people, to heal people, to forgive people, to be generous with people. And yes, to see correction, but you cannot help someone be restored if you are coming at them with condemnation. Unfortunately, the church uh, throughout history has gotten a bad rap, and for good reasons at times, for being condemning. And so Jesus here says, listen, we're not going to be a blaming community. We're not going to try to shame people. Yes, we want to seek to restore. We want to seek to heal. We want to speak truth. But there's a particular posture of humility that's required. Condemnation doesn't say to someone, you know, you've done evil or what you're doing, you're impacted by evil. It says you are evil. You are beyond God's love. You're beyond God's acceptance. You're beyond God's forgiveness. You are to be rejected. When what we really want to have rejected is the evil, the, the, the bad stuff, the, the poor choices. We want to see restoration and life and flourishing. And so Jesus says, listen, eliminate the condemnation. Eliminate that. And so when he gives those examples, the most popular one, of course, being the speck in your friend's eye. Listen, you see something in your friend's eye. You see something in your friend's life that doesn't seem to add up. It seems to be an irritant. It seems to be something maybe dangerous, something that's hurtful, something that's harmed them or someone else. And you want to come alongside them out of love and help them. Jesus says, listen, you cannot try to help the people around you and fix the people around you when you're filled with incredible self-righteousness, incredible pride, and a, con a condemning spirit. You cannot help them. You have a log in your eye, and that log is condemnation. That log is self-righteousness. That log is your own inability to see where you are deeply flawed. Therefore, you're coming at them not with love and restoration and gentleness and, and you know truth in love. You're coming at them with condemnation and, and guns firing and, and self-righteousness. And we see a really good process to help someone in our lives in a passage in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. And this is some great wisdom. Because Jesus says, yeah, I want you to help your friends. He says, first, get rid of the log in your own eye. Get rid of the condemnation. Get rid of the judging spirit, that arrogance. And then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Then you can be a healer. You're a wounded healer. In Galatians 6.1, though, it says this. It says, dear brothers and sisters. In other words, this is for our faith family. This is not to go out into the world and condemn everyone out in the world for doing and living a way that's not in alignment with Scripture. Because guess what? They don't follow Scripture. They're not going to follow Scripture. They're not wanting to follow Scripture. This is about being in a community of faith together. 
So it says, dear brothers and sisters, if another believer, another follower of Jesus is overcome by some sin, you who are godly, you who are godly, in other words, you who are wise, you who are filled with grace, you who are a follower of Jesus, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. And so here you get the sense of the grace. Recognize that you yourself are susceptible to falling, that you yourself fail, that you yourself sin. And go to that person knowing full well your own openness to that same kind of failure that could be you. You go gently You go humbly and you guide and help and assist and heal that person back onto the right path. It's a very difficult thing to do in the right spirit, but I think the best way to go about it is to first realize that we deeply need God. We need his grace and then to offer it to others. And so today, what is God saying to you? What circumstances come up? And what are you going to do about it? Let's pray. God, today, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your forgiveness. God, where we are off track, where we have condemning spirits, where we tend to be judgmental and seek to shame, God, would you point that out to us in your kindness and give us, through the power of your Spirit, a changed mind and a changed life and a changed attitude. And God, I pray that we would offer the same grace that we desperately need. And where we're off track, God, guide us. And where we see our friends and our neighbors and our fellow followers of Jesus off track, fill us with great love and compassion and humility and grace, and may we gently, lovingly, with that posture of love and and peace, seek to bring about healing and restoration. God, we love you today. Thank you for your great generosity. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.